Wrestling fam, what the frick is up, you guys? I missed you. I'm so freaking happy to be back on this mic. You already know this is like my weekly therapy, and I hope it's yours too. I'm going to need you guys to buckle the frick up and get ready for a really tough life lesson today. All right, listen, this might be a really tough pill for you to swallow because today we're talking about recognizing the role that we play in our own suffering. That's right. That's what we're going to talk about. I already know some of you are shaking in your boots over there. Don't go anywhere. Don't dip out on me. Listen, you're going to want to stick around for this lesson because it changed my life. It changed the way that I see myself, the way that I see the world, the way that I see failure and owning up to my mistakes and just helped me accept the messy freaking human that I am in a much deeper way. So we're going to talk about taking accountability for our part and when things go wrong, how we can stop blaming others and being so obsessed with the blame game and pointing the finger, how sometimes we're the problem and how we actually are in the driver's seat, baby, how we have total power to change the way that we think and feel and behave in relation to ourselves and others. Accountability is so freaking important and I am so excited to talk about this I know that it can be kind of hard to hear that you're the problem. I know that it can be kind of hard to hear that you need to take accountability for your own suffering, but I promise you that this is literally how you will get your freaking power back, how you will regain some sort of control of your life and your feelings and your thought patterns and how you're showing up day to day. So don't go anywhere. You're going to want to stick around for this, okay? If we haven't met yet, if you're new here, hi, my name is Emled and you're listening to the Wrestling With Life podcast. And this is a space where basically I just tell you all the ways that I messed up, all the things that I didn't do right, all the really tough life lessons that I've learned so that you don't have to stumble in the same ways that I did. You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for being here. I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm feeling a little sick. It's that time of year, isn't it? I'm going to try really hard not to snot all over this mic. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do my best. I kind of feel like Phoebe from that episode of Friends where her little sickness gives her a little sexy edge in her voice. I don't really know if my voice sounds sexy right now, but it's definitely sick. So please bear with me. But buckle up, you guys. This is going to be a really, really important episode, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Let's kick things off with a freaking quote because that's what we do here. I really like starting with quotes. I feel like it kind of sets the tone for the day and kind of gives us like a one or two liner that really wraps up the things that we talk about in each episode. So the quote I found for this episode goes, when you blame others, you give your power away. When you take responsibility, you take back your power to transform your freaking life. Okay, freaking wasn't in the quote. I added that in for emphasis. But seriously, you take back your power to transform your life when you take responsibility and accountability to your part in things. Okay. If we just need to get really granular here, let's talk about what accountability is for a second. Okay. This could look like a couple different things, a a few different things in your life. So let me give you some examples. Accountability is admitting out loud when you're wrong or when you've messed up or when you've hurt others, admitting it, owning it. 
being honest with yourself and others about your part in something. It's also accepting that you and you alone are responsible for your life's outcomes. Guys, how often when something goes wrong in our lives, do we immediately lash out and try to find someone else to point the finger at? And then maybe over time after we reflect on it, we come back and we're like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It wasn't your fault. It was actually mine. If you're not raising your hand, I am. I have done that so many freaking times in my life. And accountability is really kind of eliminating that step where we're not so quick to project onto other people. And we're really quick to recognize that honestly, our life's outcomes belong to nobody else but ourselves. It's acknowledging your own flaws, your own failures, your own fears, and negative aspects about yourself. It's really self-awareness. And the willingness to know that you really do play a role in your own suffering. And sometimes you are the problem. Something that has been really difficult for me to swallow in the past is the fact that I am not a perfect human being and I have my own toxic traits and I have my own ways that I'm not perfect. And that might sound really silly to say out loud because logically, I think we all know this. But if you're anything like me, you might struggle with pride a little bit. You might struggle with ego. You might struggle with admitting that you're wrong and other people seeing your mistakes. You might struggle to be honest about those things. I'll be really honest with you guys. Something that my dad said to me and my siblings a freaking lot growing up is swallow your pride. Put your pride aside be coachable, be teachable, be willing to admit your mistakes, be willing to accept other viewpoints. Stop being so gung-ho that your way or the way you see things is the only right way and get off your high horse. Stop thinking that you're above making mistakes. It seems so fundamental, right? Like it seems so juvenile, but I think a lot of us sometimes live in this la-la land of denial where we just think that our actions or our thoughts or our feelings are justified in every situation and that other people are the problem. It's our own ego. It's our own pride. It's our own humanity thinking that we are somehow justified or right or better than others. It's it's second nature. It's human nature. It's something that I think all of us have struggled with in some capacity at some point in our lives in some way. We can't really talk about this whole taking accountability conversation without also talking about blame. Blame is a concept that I never really realized the depth of it or where it was coming from. Like, I just kind of thought that was part of life. Like, when something goes really bad, my gut reaction is just immediately try to figure out who is responsible. Whether it's me pointing the finger at someone else or pointing the finger at myself, I've always been so quick to be like, oh, it's either your fault or oh, it's my fault. A huge life lesson that I've learned, and I, I learned this in therapy, is that blame is so not important. Figuring out who is responsible for things is so not important. Now, don't get me wrong here. It is important to know when you play a role in your suffering or someone else's, right? And it's important to take accountability. But when we're talking about blame, blame is basically the discharge of anger and pain. So it's projecting onto yourself or to someone else in a really unhelpful, egotistical way. So when my therapist brought up the concept of blame to me, she brought this up really early in my therapy sessions. It was probably within like the first three or four sessions that I went to. And I was so confused. I'm like, Kaylin, girl, 
why the frick are we talking about blame right now? Like, I'm in therapy because I'm struggling with my self esteem, with my confidence, with my identity. Like, I'm not trying to blame other people for that. Like, I know that this is my issue. Like, I'm here because I know that I am part of the problem already. But what I didn't realize was how interwoven blame had previously been in my life and how that actually got me to the position that I was in. Blame often leads to resentment and anger and frustration and sometimes even hatred. And where I was at in my life, like I had I had gotten to a point where I was people pleasing the shit out of everybody. I had so much resentment for the closest people to me in my life. I was trying to blame them for the place that I was in. Like I was looking at my childhood and trying to figure out what went wrong in my childhood to get me to where I am. I was looking at my past relationship like what did my ex do that messed me up so bad to be where I was? And subconsciously, I was assigning blame. Like it wasn't even in my awareness at the time how much I was trying to blame other people for where I was. I knew that I played some role in it. And I think that, you know, as we continued sessions, like I was able to take more and more accountability for my part in it. But initially, I was like, yeah, this is other people's fault. And why I was doing that, why we blame is because it's a quick escape from guilt and shame and responsibility. Blame allows us to continue living like, oh, I'm I'm flawless and I don't need to improve myself. And it really plays into this narrative of victimhood that we create for ourselves. And guys, if you have a victimhood mentality, I really need you to hear what I'm talking about. And if you have a victimhood mentality, you're probably not even aware that you have a victimhood mentality because I didn't. I didn't realize that I was so blissfully happy to be in la-la land, in victimhood mentality land where my issues were other people's doing. What happens when we blame other people and we live in this victimhood mentality is it leaves us completely powerless and it stunts our personal growth. It's like a level of self-awareness that we don't even have because we're so content and happy to pass that responsibility off to other people. This victimhood mentality and blame, I promise you, is what's keeping you stuck. If you're at a point in your life where you've continuously been in cycles of not being able to move through something, not being able to break out of these consistent negative emotions or low self-esteem or whatever problem you're continually facing, I guarantee you that not taking accountability is the reason why you are still feeling that way. You guys, my life freaking changed when I got into therapy and I started learning that the only person who is responsible for the negative outcomes in my life is me. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what is happening in our environment around us, regardless of the people who influence our lives, regardless of the shitty things that happen, we are the ones in the driver's seat who do dictate how we respond, how we feel, how we behave, how we react to everything that happens in our external. Our internal world directly manifests what happens outside of us. And when you realize that you are the only person, the only single soul, the only single influence, the only one who has any power to change that internal environment, 
to change how you interpret the world, how you interpret criticism, how you interpret how other people interact with you, how you interpret shitty situations. When shit hits the fan and you're the first to recognize the role that you played in that, when you really truly recognize that, you take your motherfucking power back, baby. You really do. And I cannot emphasize this enough, okay? You are in the freaking driver's seat, okay? You are the only one with reins attached to your life. You are the only one who can pull yourself out of the dark freaking hole that you've climbed into. And listen, I'm not trying to take away from the, the fact that there are definitely situations where people are true victims, right? Domestic and emotional abuse, rape victims, et cetera, et cetera. There is a lot of really horrible shit that happens in life. And I am not sitting here trying to say that any of that was your fault. No freaking way. I am never going to say that. A lot of times it is not our fault what happens to us in life, like the shitty, horrible circumstances that happen, a lot of times you're right. No, they are not our fault. And like I said, blame is not important. However, it is your responsibility and your responsibility alone to heal from those things that broke you, to heal from those really shitty, tough situations, to move through them, to evolve, to change, to level up. It is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Whoever hurt you, whoever put you into the position that you're in, they're not going to heal for you, baby. They're not going to come back and apologize. Like you have to accept you're, you might never get that apology that you want to get. You might never have someone own up to you and take accountability for the ways that they hurt you. But you can do that in your life and you can do that in the lives of others that you've impacted. When you recognize that you have that power and that the only person that's going to do this for yourself is you, that is when change happens. That's when growth happens. That's when you take your freaking power back and you show up to life the most authentic version of yourself, okay? If you want to learn more about blame, I bring Brene Brown up all the time. Can you tell I love this woman with literally my whole heart? I've mentioned her in other episodes, but if you don't know who Brene Brown is, she is an author and a professor, and she is extremely famous for her work on shame and vulnerability. And you can't talk about those topics without talking about blame, just like how my therapist brought up. Blame is such a big part of this conversation. If you want to check out some more information on blame, I will link Brene Brown's video on blame in the show notes. She explains the concept of blame really well and how it doesn't serve us or others in any way. Because at the end of the day, does it really matter whose fault it was? Does it matter if you were wrong or you messed up? The answer is no. And I think a reason why a lot of us get so caught up in blame, why I've gotten caught up in blame in the past is because a lot of times when something goes wrong, there's really negative emotions attached to that. Like when we're wrong about something, feelings of embarrassment or shame probably pop up, right? Or when we hurt other people, guilt pops up and we don't want to feel these really tough emotions. And so we're really quick to deflect the blame, right? I've mentioned at Julian himself, Julian Blanc, who is a vulnerability coach in other episodes, he talks about how what we're afraid of in life aren't actually the fears how we present them. So like, we're not really afraid of public speaking. We're not really afraid of 
asking someone out on a date. We're not really afraid of those things. We're afraid of the negative emotions, the the feelings that could come from taking those risks and putting ourselves in those positions, right? So you're not really afraid of taking accountability. You're not really afraid of owning up to your mistakes. What you're afraid of are the feelings that come with that, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment. And your resistance to those feelings is what is keeping you stuck, okay? I know for me, the pride that I have struggled with in the past, the ego issue that has continually come up in my life, it is because I correlate those negative emotions directly with who I am as a person. If I'm feeling guilt, if I'm feeling shame, if I'm feeling embarrassment, it means that I am a cringy person. Oh, you know, if I hurt someone in this deep way, that means that I'm mean and that means that I don't think about other people's feelings. No, it doesn't actually mean any of those things. When I realized that by me taking accountability, that doesn't mean that I think less of myself. It doesn't mean that I am not worthy. It doesn't mean all these things that I'm making it mean. When I realize that there is no shame in owning up to me dropping the ball on something, when there is no shame, when there's nothing to be embarrassed about, when I hurt someone or I say something out of pocket, when I realize that my resistance to those emotions is actually keeping me stuck and is keeping me from moving forward in a situation, that has been freaking freeing. It's allowed me to take the power back. Let me give you an example. This is so freaking juvenile, but it's it's so true for me. I am an empath, right? So there's a lot of situations where I pick up on other people's emotions. I also have no filter. So <laughs> this often puts me into situations where I say things and people have a reaction to them that I'm not expecting because sometimes it's just really blunt or sometimes it's just like something that I probably should have just kept my freaking self. And then I see how whatever I said or whatever I did negatively impact someone else. And traditionally in a situation like that, I would pretend that that didn't happen because like, I know I didn't mean it in a mean way and I don't want to take responsibility for someone else's feelings. And, and historically I thought like, oh, like that's their problem. Like if they're going to be hurt by something that I said, that's their problem. But then what would happen is even though I'm telling myself like, oh, that's their problem, like I'm not going to worry about it, I would go home after that interaction and feel really worried or anxious about how they're feeling like, oh, did I hurt this person? Did I offend this person? Is my relationship with this person damaged? And I would just like let that anxiety consume me. This is going to sound so stupid and so juvenile, but here's what I started doing, what therapy taught me. In those situations, instead of just ignoring it and pretending that it didn't happen and invalidating my emotions and invalidating someone else's emotions about it, I learned to just clear the freaking air. There was a friend of mine not that long ago, we were playing a soccer game together and a lot of times if you're competitive, you know this. When you play sports, emotions get really high, right? There was a teammate of mine who his emotions were really high after the game. And I made a comment to him when he was expressing himself and expressing his emotions. He was he was complaining about someone on the other team who was just kind of like a dick when we played and was being rough and kind of dirty. And like he was just venting about it after the fact. And he said something about that guy being a hothead. And I made a comment like, oh, yeah, like you don't know anything about being a hothead, do you? 
And he's also a hothead. And so I was just trying to be funny, but it was just not the time or the place, right? Like he was in the heat of emotion and I shouldn't have said that. And I was trying to be like witty and funny and like make it lighthearted, but it was just not the time, right? And as soon as I said it, you could just tell it was not the time or place. Like he gave me a look and just didn't respond. And I could tell he was thinking, yeah, shut the fuck up, Emily. And immediately I was like, fuck, I really shouldn't have said that. And I felt really bad. And past Emily would have just like let it slide, not even think about it, roll off the back. But then I would go home and be anxious about it. So instead, when I got home that night, I texted him and I was like, hey, I just wanted to apologize to you. I really shouldn't have said that in the heat of the moment. I respect you as a player. Your emotions are valid. That was really idiotic of me. And little did I know, after he had calmed down, he said to me, it's really totally fine. I wasn't mad at you. I was just mad at the game. And so isn't it funny how when we're willing to take accountability, it allows us to just clear the mother freaking air. And we don't have to worry so much and be anxious about things anymore because we're willing to have a tough conversation or say I'm sorry or apologize or recognize like, hey, I probably shouldn't have said that in the situation. Let me make it better. Sometimes you're the problem. That was a really tough pill for me to swallow. But since I have done that and since I have realized that my words and thoughts and actions are not always justified and I am a flawed human being that makes mistakes often, Man, the amount of grace that you have for yourself when you can just recognize that and put your pride aside and put your ego aside and realize that you're not always right, you're not always justified in situations, man, you really do have the, you have the power back because you're so willing to admit that and then let go of all of the negative emotions, the resentment, the anger, the frustration, sometimes even the hatred that comes from blame. So what happens when we choose to be accountable, when we choose to interact with people in this way of, hmm, I can see how I messed up in this situation. I can see my own role and my own part in whatever the negative outcome is. You guys, what happens is your life changes. Since I've taken accountability for my life, I have increased my discipline with myself and the decisions that I make because I know that if I do something that doesn't align with my highest self, I know that the only person I can blame is me. And so to stay on top of that, I have begun to be more disciplined with my everyday actions, my words, the things that I think about myself and others. I recognize that I'm in the driver's seat, right? And the only person that has to speak for anything at the end of the day when it comes to my life is me. There's also kind of this sense of peace that comes with taking accountability because at the end of the day, you know that you've owned it. You can sleep well at night and rest your head well knowing that you're no longer projecting your shit onto other people. You're able to really own your life, to be in the driver's seat. It gives you a sense of, I don't want to say control because control is kind of the wrong word. But you recognize that your life and the outcomes of your life are not in anybody's hands but yourself. Let me give you an example of victimhood mentality and what I really mean when I say that. There was a person who was a part of my life for a long time who was really, really stuck in a victimhood mentality. And I can only recognize that because there have been 
times in my life where I really got stuck in this mentality too, like life is happening to me. It's not happening for me kind of a thing. This person from the outside looking in, the way that they rationalized different situations in their life literally made no sense. Like it was irrational. When something small would happen, like they were getting food before work, like getting breakfast, getting a coffee, and maybe the line took longer than they thought. Maybe the barista took too long making their coffee. It would then like set them off when they maybe showed up to work like three minutes late. Like they would be irrationally angry and projecting all over the the poor Starbucks worker that they were late to work. They would do this with like several different aspects of their life, right? Like if they didn't get the job that they wanted or they had a really irritating day, they would just constantly be looking for who they can assign that blame to. Like they'd be pissed at their coworkers or they'd be pissed at like a stranger that they came across with who maybe negatively impacted their day. Like they were just hypersensitive to every minor little thing going wrong and they would blow up in a big way. And that's because blame had been such a theme in their life. They had all this built up resentment and anger and frustration. And just like this negative lens on the world that was continuing to play into this narrative of they're not the problem, everyone else's. And they couldn't recognize that role that they were playing in their own suffering. And so they were just projecting 24 seven onto other people. Other people were the issue, not them. And they couldn't take control of their own life. Like when it came to like this person really struggled with depression and anxiety, they couldn't even get themselves into therapy or on meds or to take action in their life because they were still so convinced in la la land and this delusional freaking world that they lived in that they were not the problem and that everyone else was. Guys, I've I've been in that same position before. It's so easy to get caught up in pointing the finger at other people and really thinking that you are void of responsibility. But I'm just going to be honest with you here. It's not true. You and you alone are the only person who is responsible for the outcome of your life. I'm sorry. Like, it's just true. It's It's just you and you alone. But what happens when there are situations, right, where genuinely like the problem is not you, like there are going to be situations, right, where other people hurt you, other people are the problem, other people are wrong, like it's going to happen. So it's so important to have empathy for those people, number one, when they mess up because you want people to have that for you, right? Have have empathy and grace for other people just like you're practicing with yourself when you're wrong. Like there's no need to beat yourself up or others when this happens because it's part of being human, right? But have empathy for other people when they mess up. And that looks like speaking in I feel statements. So rather than you're not doing this, this, and this, like you're not making me feel loved. You're not making me feel seen. You're not doing the things that you said you were going to do. And like that is projecting, that is blaming. When you speak in I feel statements, you're taking accountability for saying, I feel like blank when you blank. So I don't feel very loved and I don't feel very appreciated when you don't clean up the house that we share together. That is a very different way to approach something than immediately pointing the finger at your partner and saying that they are the reason why you're not happy. This was a huge realization I had in my own relationship. I've mentioned in previous episodes when we were no longer together and I was able to step away and heal parts of myself and realize how much I was playing the blame game with my ex, I recognized my part 
in my own suffering and why I was so unhappy and why our relationship failed. When you can speak in I feel statements and approach the situation with empathy and put yourself in their shoes and see their perspective and their point of view in a situation and really think about how they might be feeling and why they might be acting or feeling or thinking in the way that they are, when you can really approach conflict with empathy, it really allows you to stop being so worried about blame and rather you can double down and focus on a solution, right? Guys, when you realize that you're not perfect, even though it's so nice and so delusional and wonderful to pretend that you are, when you realize that you're not perfect and that you play a bigger part in your own suffering and sometimes in the suffering of others than you think, you really take your freaking power back, okay? When you blame others, you give that power away. You put your life and your life's outcomes in the hands of others. But when you take responsibility and accountability and you can say, hey, I'm really sorry that I hurt you in this way. Hey, I know that you know I didn't intend to hurt you in that way that I did, but I also know that your feelings are valid and I don't get to decide how you feel. And I'm going to apologize for making you feel that way, even though I didn't mean to. When you can approach life in that way, you take your power back your life transforms. There is a crazy domino effect into other aspects of your life in a really positive way. Guys, take accountability for the ways that you have messed up, the ways that you're wrong, the things that you're not proud of. It feels like a weight off your shoulders when you can do this. You feel free. You feel powerful. It helps with confidence. It helps with being less mean to yourself. You have the power to change how you think and feel and behave. Only you, you and you alone, baby. So own it. Whatever you didn't do right, own it. Whatever you were wrong about, own it. However you hurt someone else, own it. However you've hindered your own growth and your own potential and the direct outcomes of your life, own it. Please own it. I promise you it will change your freaking life. Guys, I can't thank you enough for your support. If you've been here since the freaking beginning, thank you so much for listening to every single episode. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Wrestling With Life Pod. I just made a YouTube channel as well. If you watch YouTube shorts, you can follow me at Wrestling With Life Podcast. And if you're in the Twitter slash X world, you can follow me at WWL Podcast underscore. Share this episode with a friend if it resonated with you. I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. And I really hope that this episode encouraged you to take accountability of your freaking life and realize that you are the only one in the driver's seat, baby. Your life is yours and yours alone. Stop blaming other people. Stop freaking projecting take back the motherfucking power. Okay. Let's grab life by the balls. Let's RKO the shit out of life. Keep fighting the fight, wrestling with life and own it, baby. Take accountability. Stop blaming others. 